from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what? sound, what? it's time for huh? the show What's Places, happening? places, stand ready, go right. Make the words fly off of the page Stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage Stage right, Please show me the way Stage right, come on girl, let's play Stage right, yeah, yeah Welcome back! Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot, we did this whole thing <laughs> About is. trying to figure out how far away to be from the microphone And we just spent at least 30 seconds testing it and my first first one out the gate was too loud. You're excited. <laughs> it's like she's like hopping, ready to go, chomping at the bit. That's right, I am. So much to talk about today. That's Lindsay over there. And that's Morgan. And welcome to Stage Right, episode eight. I haven't been counting. I have. And I can't believe we're at episode eight. It's like mind blowing to it me. It is crazy to think about, yeah. That here we are, my little baby theater nerd. I was say baby studio. No, because we're in the closet. We are in the closet. You're and my me, you're my little baby theater nerd, and you am I maybe like a small infant mm-hmm. is, is or a baby is infant bigger than a baby? Like what's definitely the a child, child toddler. I, at least yeah, toddler might be pushing it. Toddlers can like walk and stuff. Mm. Mm. You can definitely walk. You can more than walk. You can dance. <laughs> you can move doors. You can sing and dance at the same time. I know vocab words like presenthium theater. Presenium. Presenium. <sighs> you can be adorable on stage. That's right, I can. So, Aren't celebrating. I always adorable? Always. Okay, of course you are. <laughs> but on stage especially, with that stage makeup and those dance tights. <laughs> you can't take away from that. I saw Lindsay several times over the weekend in her dance tights. And every time it was like... Barbie's legs just walked right in. It was so funny because some of my friends uh, from college who were also athletes their whole life, uh, they drove in specifically for the show, which was amazing. It made me feel really yeah. good that they cared that much about me from far and the away. Things that I do, uh, yeah, Oklahoma City and Austin area. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the show, they're like, "Your legs looked really good." It's like it's it's the tights. These, these are not real. Uh. <laughs> they're like. Oh, we were like, look at her skin tone. It's so smooth. Oh. (laughs) The magic of dance tights. You can at least take... I hadn't even shaved in like three weeks. (laughs) Little did they know. (laughs) You can take credit for the idea of the dance tights. That's right. No, no, I can't. Someone else was wearing them. I was like, where are those? What what are those? How do I procure them? Oh my god! So let's let's recap for the audience. Well, I guess we'll get into that in a second. We should do some shout outs. Yes, shout outs. Uh, first, obviously, to all my friends that came: Jessica, Liz, and Jordan. I can't even list all of them. I'm gonna try though. Courtney, Chris, Chris, who said he was gonna download this podcast, even though he's not all that into theater. This is now a test to see if you make it this far, Chris. If you're listening, Chris. you can shoot me a text and say you got an A plus. We are shout. Shouting you out, Chris. Shouting so out real hard. Follow us on Instagram. Right. We'll know if you're listening. <laughs> also, I want if you if you hear this, I will bake you an entire batch of cookies for yourself. Whoa! That's the way to his heart, Chris. Right. You better you better follow up. Um, I want to do a shout out to Mr. Danny Miranda, the artistic director of NTPA Rep. He started listening to the podcast and like binge listened, he said, to like the first, I don't know, several episodes and was, is like a mega fan now. It's, it's probably funny for him since he was one of our choreographers on the show. So he's like, knowing what was in my head during times, he's like, yep, yep, you were that bad. <laughs> no, you were. Well, maybe, maybe you've come so far. Let's put it that way. You've come so far. Um, so so Danny, thank you for downloading. And, um, to all the students who have complimented us on our theme song. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Two days ago in Adam's family rehearsal, they all started singing the stage, right? (laughs) Theme song. That's the highlight of my life right there. (laughs) I was honored a little embarrassed, but embarrassed, never be ashamed. (laughs) Felt honored. It was love that. Well, they were like, who wrote it? I was like, we did. That's right. We did. So. My, yeah, uh, one of I played it for my friends that came into town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, "This is the nerdiest 
coolest thing we've ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I never, it never struck me that it's nerdy. And maybe that's like the true definition of being nerdy that like, you just genuinely think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not nerdy. It's cool. It's, it's the coolest nerdy. thing ever. <laughs> cool is, uh, nerdy is the new cool, that's right. to be honest with you. I that's mean, right, what is. are hipsters? Exactly. There you go. That's right. So, uh, let's More see. shout outs to the yeah. of your students. The Romeo and Juliet cast, you guys. That show was so good. I only got to see a dress rehearsal, but it was still amazing. I, like... I am always surprised when I go to your shows at how great your kids are, and then I am surprised that I'm surprised, because, like, I knew they were talented. I've seen them before. Like, I'm... You talk about how great Mm. they are. I'm just blown away. They were so good. And the... And the, what do you call it? The directing choreography. All the stuff you did was also super fun. Staging, I guess? Yeah, yeah just everything. Mm-hmm. It was, like, sprinkled with, like, bits of modern stuff, but, like, not so much where, like, it was, like, a cool blend of, like, mm-hmm. you still had the yeah. rapiers, hashtag vocab words. Yeah, like, like, some old-fashioned stuff, and then there's, like, a cell phone feature at one point, or, like, mm-hmm. uh, like music that she's, like, listening to headphones or whatever. I thought that mm-hmm. was, like, really cool how it all played together, and then... I, you know, I'm not going to remember the type of stage it was in, but like how the audience is sitting on both sides. Tennis court. Yeah. And then like different uh, sides of the stage action mm-hmm. is happening. So it, I was having so much fun. I loved She's it. He's so, you're so um, supportive, Lindsay. Thank you. Lindsay came on Wednesday night as if she doesn't have anything else better to do and her copious amounts of spare time came to the dress rehearsal of R&J on Wednesday. And it was, it was... <laughs> Definitely, um, a, a, it wasn't, I wasn't rough. We definitely had a good run, but there were starting and stops. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. The tennis court staging is a lot of fun. I don't know that I'll be doing it often. It's very challenging having the audience only on two sides. It works in a space like this where there's lots of doors in the corners and lots of entrances and exit points. And it's also great for sword fighting, which there are several (laughs) fights. And like Lindsay said, it's set in modern times, but we it's like modern times with swords. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so it's that back and forth uh, plane of space, P-L-A-N-E plane is really good for that sword fighting. Yeah. But it could be a little flat. It can tend to be a little flat if we're not careful and we don't keep it moving. So I don't, you may have noticed one of the things about staging in a space like that is you really have to have movement, but it has to be motivated movement. Yeah. Uh, the actor has to motivate that blocking. Otherwise, it just looks like they're just walking around up there because I told them to. Yeah, wandering, yeah. really. No, I, I never so, felt that way. Everyone good. was so good. So, good. And, and I, when I texted you afterwards and told you how great... And how impressed I was. You were like, well, if we made it look easy, like, that's that's our job because it's not Shakespeare so hard. I'm like, mm. yeah, those it looked effortless for, for, uh-huh. for the kids. Like, you can tell they put in their... I keep calling them kids. I'm sorry. You guys are not children. <laughs> young teens. adults. Yeah, they're young adults. Adolescents. To grade. Yes. Whatever you want to be There's called. There's a couple of seniors in the, in the cast. You guys. So. No, like, you can tell they put in their work and, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Like, it's not easy words to memorize. Mm-mm. And I didn't feel... Like, maybe, like a couple times someone called for a line, but like, you're still putting it together, but it wasn't like stumbling over mm-hmm. the old timey language or anything. I was so impressed in the emotion they gave and everything. You, and one thing you've mentioned before about Shakespeare is it's okay if you don't understand all the words, like the definitions of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But if the actor knows what they're saying, the audience will be able to understand by how they convey it. And 100%. I felt that was so true. Cause there were times, you know, the dialogue is quick at times mm-hmm. and they're going through and, and I've read the, the play a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I know a lot of it, but in so I'm like, oh gosh, I, if you just put those words on the screen, I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have been able to catch it so quickly to know what they mean. But they did such a great job in putting that emotion behind it mm-hmm. to where I got the feeling of, of what they're saying to the person. So thank you. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And that's, that is true. It's about in- the intention behind it. And, um, I've mentioned that in my curtain speech, actually, a couple of times when I talked to the audience, giving them tips on how to listen for Shakespeare as an audience member, it's about listening for the blocks of thought. Mm-hmm. And not trying to de- define or paraphrase every single word. Yes, that so that and reminds, the intention behind it. Shakespeare is almost like another language in the sense that mm-hmm. they are words that are not super, I guess, common in, in how we talk. Mm-hmm. So I, I moderately speak Spanish, <laughs> mm-hmm. and when I was learning. I remember that was the hardest thing because I'd want to like translate each word, but you have to look for the meaning, the mm-hmm. concept of what someone's trying to say. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's from how we like do English growing up where like, you know, you, you learn the subject and the verb and uh-huh. you have to like stru- structure your sentence and grammar. Mm-hmm. But when you're just trying to communicate with another human, it's more important to know what they mean 
than to understand the specifics of what they say. Correct. And so that it kind of reminds me of yes. that versus you want to understand what each word meant, but you're, it's, you could know that and miss the, the intention behind it. And the intention is more important yep. than, than the specifics. Yep, exactly. And that's key when watching Shakespeare. So yeah. Oh my gosh, Lindsay, we could do a whole episode on Shakespeare. I mean, we really could. And I would love it. Oh, yeah, a whole no, unit. I, again, standing ovation for, oh, thank you. for your thank you. for your young actors. Well, yeah. It. Thank you. We have two more shows today. I'm sorry. Um, is that a tudoche? It is a tudoche. Okay, wait. Can I tell this story now? Please. Okay. Oh, also, also shout out to my best friends that I saw at Chipotle. The ra- I was like, are you guys the Romeo and Juliet guest? Don't mind me being creepy and introducing She ran into them at Chipotle and they were like, we... Okay, so first of all, Lindsay has fans. My students are her fans she came to the dress rehearsal and the students the next day were like oh wait that was Lindsay from st- stage right she was here she was at our dress and then she ran into some of them at chipotle and they came back and they were like we ran into Lindsay from stage right at chipotle and i w- was dying when you said that because i'm sure you're like not surprised at all that it was at chipotle that's where you live i know i said <laughs> i said yep she loves chipotle i said that doesn't surprise me at all um, so yeah, they, they love you. You've got little fans there. And I love you. I'm your fans. So I I just want to record Romeo and Juliet and watch it every day of my life. Oh, it was so, so good. sweet. The dance numbers were so fun. Thank you. You're so oh. sweet. Okay. Wait. So I'm going to finish the story about a two doche. So I... <laughs> you're already figuring it out. I thought it was like a thing. What? A oh, it's, it's not a real thing. So I say. circled them up yesterday. We circle up before every performance. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're in the middle of a two doche. And they were like, a what? didn't you mean two show day? I was like, no, you guys, it's like a two doche. And they were like, did you mess up on purpose? I was like, no, you guys have never heard that. <laughs> no, someone else said it at, uh, in the Mamma Mia cast. They like, did? They're okay. Like, they're like, oh, two doche. And I was like, oh, yep, yep, we got two shows tomorrow. That's why you said that. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Because I was about to come in here and be like, apparently it's not a thing. I thought it was a thing, but maybe it was like an Evansville thing. It's, Evans- a, it's a colloquialism. That's what that's. Well, that's yeah, Evansville's word, right? where I went to undergrad, and we had all kinds of amazing, weird traditions. So I thought to myself, well, maybe it was just something we did in college that I thought was a thing, but isn't a thing, but okay, it's good. It's good that your guy said to Doshe. Cause I'm at least backing you up. <laughs> Someone else thinks it's a Thank thing. Thank you. Also. Okay, good. It's just really underground. Only like true, like true s- theater people know it. Just, it's a secret thing. It's theater mafia. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, are we, any more shout outs? Are we ready to get into it? Let me see. I think that's good. Okay. Sorry cool. for all the friends that I forgot to mention that you came. All the friends, <laughs> all the fans, so much love. All the cast, all the crew, stage managers, technicians. That's right. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone. Okay, so we yes. covered it, I think. Nailed it. Um, so, second weekend of shows. Second weekend of shows. Second weekend of shows. Second weekend of shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how'd it go? <laughs> it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a Friday night show. We had a Saturday matinee and then a Saturday night show. Mm-hmm. That was my two doche. So Friday, I came straight from work. So... This week was my first week full-time with my new job responsibilities. I kind of switched departments. Mm. Um, and so it happened around the end of the month, which in the industry I'm in is a really busy time for the department I'm in because oh, we have to no. like close in like some month in sales and there's a lot of reporting around it. And it's kind of like a traditional thing where everyone stays there really late. So like one woman in our department works, she works literally until midnight because that's when she has to send out her final closing report. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are there until like 10 PM. So that was Thursday night. Oh my God. So there at 10 PM, then you're back in the office at like six 30. Cause you have to like, there are a few things you have to get done on the day after month in close mm-hmm. to set up for the rest of the month. So this is my first time doing all that. So I'm learning a bunch of new things. So I get like very little sleep. And then I have to go immediately from there to rehearsal. Oh my God. And then began the case of the missing Jurassic Park tea. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you guys. Uh-oh. She's upset. It was a really long weekend <laughs> because my favorite piece of my costume went missing. <laughs> we support you, Lindsay. I, I showed up on Friday. Oh, it was terrible. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready oh. to perform. And I look at the the costume rack and there's an empty hanger (laughs) where my Jurassic Park tea used to lie. I frantically searched the whole room backstage, the costume closet, lost and found. I 
I, I don't know where it is. So then, of course, I started thinking, Lindsay, you, you have taken it home and you have forgotten. You're, you are, you're thinking it's somewhere here and people are helping you. They're taking time out of their life to help you look for your, your costume piece and you Maybe. have dropped the ball. But I'm like, I really don't think I did because I only took home, don't judge me, the clothes I was the most sweaty in because mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to do no more judgment. work washing than I had to because I only wear that for like two scenes and sure. it's like easier dancing to where I'm not like sweaty yet. So I was like, I really don't think I took it home because I, I know I wouldn't think it was that dirty. And also, time out, Lindsay told me she didn't take it home because she made a list. Of course. You take... The, is this not how everyone <laughs> lives live? You I take know. it off the hanger and you write a note in your phone. These are the things I took home. Then That's when you smart. put them in the laundry, you check these are the things I put in the laundry. You take them out of the laundry. You put them in your bag. Like, these are all the things. It's not I didn't me. miss anything. It's just logical. I'm not making fun of you at all. I, I think it's genius and I wish I could be more like that, but I'm definitely not. So when you told me you made a list of what you took home, and I was like, knowing you because you made a list of it, <laughs> you probably didn't take it home by accident. The chances of that are small. Now I... I know I got worked up because I can see on the wave chart again. My sound was really she loud. Got, she got worked up. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, sound chart. <laughs> Sorry, everyone listening. But, Just uh, turn it down when she gets worked up. But it's yeah, fine. I was I was really sad because... Yeah. Not so one, like it was just a fun shirt for my character. Also, I'm like, I kinda liked it. Like I'm not like the biggest Jurassic Park fan. I like it, but I just like I wouldn't go buy a t shirt about it, but it was such a fun shirt. That was what I was most upset about. So I ran into Lindsay in the hallway in the middle of the mystery. I'm like, Morgan, Morgan, my shirt is gone. And I said, You better not say the Jurassic Park t shirt because it was my favorite costume piece. And it was so perfect for your character. So you never found it? No. Okay. When I encountered Morgan, she had a bright idea because one of the set pieces at the theater was using some like clothes they found in Lost and Found to hang up for decoration. And I was like, perhaps this is this is my last chance. It's the only mm-hmm. area of the theater I have not looked. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, Danny helped me look, and the, it it was not there. It wasn't there. So I'm I'm still getting over it. You know, it'll take time. Uh, mm. but, you know, I'll always have I'll always have that first weekend where. Where I got to wear that Jurassic Park you'll ne- tee. You'll never, they'll never take that away from you. No. And you know what? You and that little T-Rex. You and, t- you and that little T-Rex. Maybe a fan, a fan will send you a new tee. It will never <laughs> replace the old tee. It was like, but. so it was $14 at Target, which to me is like super expensive. I'm like, I spent $14 on this tee. Like, look at me <laughs> rolling out the dough for this production. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, I, I, sh- I could you. just go buy another one. I'm like, oh, but it was expensive. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you. I may still do it for memories. But it's also, it was, it was Allie, you know, it was the the first yeah, I know. glimpse we got to see of her. So, Just, so that was anyway. the case of the missing yeah, tea that never so, got solved. Exactly. So it's a cold case or an open case. Oh no, it's something exciting. It's still an open case. It'll probably be featured in like an upcoming Law and Order episode. Sure. Yeah. Why? Of course. Or I, maybe a whole new crime drama. Like it's probably or maybe be. just on the next podcast who knows that our season two <laughs> will be us looking for my missing <laughs> Jurassic Park because here's what I was going to say about that because I know where I work uh, kids leave their crap everywhere they leave their crap every they forget it it will literally be the shoes they walked in with and they will just leave them there and so also on that same note because they leave things everywhere a lot of times things get Oh, this is fair game. Yeah, I'm no, just going to take this shirt. My the current theory is because it was a tank top, and my other shirt those so two shirts are missing. My other shirt was this just plain black t shirt that's mm-hmm. a bit wider neck. So mm-hmm. I think on the hanger they could have slipped off in the like rustling of moving racks back mm-hmm. and forth in transit. And it, yeah, if they fall down and then someone else walks by, it's like oh just trash or like something left it. Just like you mm-hmm. toss it aside, it gets thrown in a bag that right. gets taken somewhere and put on a shelf, and then it's like. It could, anything could happen. Well, I'm going to keep an eye out. And if I see a, some little kid walking down the hallway in a Jurassic Park t-shirt, I'll definitely be <laughs> pulling him over and asking him a few questions. I'm also dying because, like, again, I'm a human being. It is very possible that it is just chilling at my house somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I go home today, I'm going to do laundry and be like, I can't believe I've caused such a fuss over this. But it's a fun story. <laughs> it is fun. It'll be equally fun if it's entirely my fault and I made such an ordeal over it. Or if a child is walking down the hallway in your Jurassic Park t-shirt and I have to be like, hey, where'd you get that? If you, if you can friend this child, please record it so we can put it on there. 
Okay, so what else in weekend two? Oh, how was so, it? So how I got out of that debacle, fortunately, because I'm lazy, I wore mm-hmm. a t-shirt underneath this like company pullover that I have to work on Friday. So it's mm-hmm. like, fortunately, I have kind of a t-shirt that can fill in that scene. And then another woman who... Uh, I can't remember if we talked about how Debbie, uh, one of my dancing queens, actually broke her foot during a show, <gasps> during a scene transition. I, I don't know if she stumbled or what happened. Oh, um, no. But it was the second show. She got through one full show. The second show is when that happens. So she's in a boot. So she sat out certain numbers and kind of, like, dances, like, with her arms at the bar area. Like, we mm-hmm. placed her a couple different places to keep her in the show. Mm-hmm. Um but she she was like, hey, I'm not in the summer anymore. Do you want to wear my black shirt? I'm like, sure. You're a very little person. And I'm, I'm a very large person, but I'll try. You are not very so large. I'm quite tall. So I'm wearing this shirt. And it's like in the scene where zombies and we kind of crawl across the stage and reach our arms. So like every time I reach, I can feel like all my skin exposed. I'm like, I'm wearing an itty bitty shirt. Itty bitty shirt. <laughs> like, don't make sudden movements. You might bust, bust the seams. Uh, but, but we got through it. <laughs> and then, then the next day I was able to go home. So I like... Brought another tank top mm-hmm. to wear those. It was gray, so it was like, it's close. And then um, brought, like, just a black shirt. So normal size clothes that fit me. So You made it second. through. Yeah, yeah. So how were the show? How was it performing a second weekend? What were the audiences like? Uh, they, they were good. I, I think the matinees always feel like they have maybe a little less energy, because, mm-hmm. like, nighttime people get rowdy, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can't remember if we talked about this. Like, I, I don't care all that much about the audience i know that mm-hmm. sounds bad but like mm-hmm. i like i bring the same level of enthusiasm regardless like we'll get done with the numbers and i was like oh like they didn't clap very loud like the applause was kind of weak mm-hmm. and i was like oh have people been clapping like i, I, just, I forgot like <laughs> that's I'm, great i'm just like like morgan said what's next where am i supposed to be don't mess all of this up i, I forget people are there <laughs> mm-hmm. that, no that's good i love that about you and i think being able to zone the audience out in a way is um, a really powerful tool. Yeah, and that, I think also, you know, playing sports, when you have a crowd there and people are cheering, like, there's so much communication that happens on the floor. So, like, mm-hmm. with basketball, you're always talking to your teammates. Hey, go there. Don't go that. Take this person. Are you guarding that? Like, you're mm-hmm. always talking. So you learn to ignore everything else except for what you're listening for. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's... I'll blame that. <laughs> no, I as think that's fantastic. You're just trained to only, like, focus on you and forget everyone else. I think that's fantastic. I say it all the time. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. It's not a contest or a competition, but, like, I'll use this analogy, a, a racehorse. You know, they have the blinders on for a reason because the mm-hmm. second they look over or behind them at the other horses, it, it distracts them and they, they can trip down. and fall or slow down. Yeah. And so, you know... We've, we've got to stay in the zone and regardless yeah. of the audience. And, you know, another example is yesterday, my cast said about the matinee crowd, they're backstage mumbling and complaining about the, about the matinee. And I said to them, you know, you can't allow these people to dictate your show. Mm-hmm. You know, your show and, and I'm watching the crowd and I can tell you they're listening. They're a hundred percent listening. They're just not as vocal. Yeah. So energy can manifest itself from an audience in a lot of different ways. And, you know, matinee crowds, sometimes like the actors, they're just a little bit sleepier. They just, they're <laughs> yeah. not awake yet, you know? Yeah, and so yeah. they're still there. They're still listening. They're just not as vocal. Yeah. And I think, uh, stop me if we've talked about this on air already, because mm. I mentioned all the time, I think Caesar mentioned one time with improv, let the audience inform you, but mm-hmm. not like own you kind of, cause like with improv, you know, we're making up as we go. And if, mm-hmm. if I say something and, uh, and it gets a laugh mm-hmm. and inf- let that inform you and say, okay come back to that, like Mm -hmm. lean into that a little bit, but you can't be listening so much that no one's laughing. This is bad. Like, it's just one of those things, like, let it be a a data point that you collect Mm -hmm. and then utilize that, but don't, don't get caught up in it. So it's one of those things I've actually had to try to listen to the audience more or just be aware, not Mm -hmm. have my blinders on so much that I'm missing the important time Mm -hmm. when I need to turn on the track or, or, or whatever. It's like to, to use them, but not let them own you. You don't completely ignore them, of course. You can't. Because yeah. it, it also feeds off the energy. When uh, So, like, last night on our final show during Super Trooper, mm-hmm. the audience started clapping along. Oh, just like, it's like this huge clap. I and I was, hate it when the audience claps along because they never stay on beat. <laughs> I, I did laugh about that because, like, we kind of, like, had a dance move on the beat. <laughs> I looked at Nas next to me. I was like, are they on beat? 
I, I can't tell. I don't think so. They're not. <laughs> but it was it was just fun. It was like, yeah, you're into it. You guys fun. are having fun, so you're clapping. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, that can be a fun thing. Let that energy kind, yeah. of, kind of mess with that you. That was very curmudgeon y of me to say just now. I'm like, I hate it when the audience I claps hate along. It. I hate me, it when my audiences enjoy my shows. Right? I hate it when they do Let that. me give you an example, though. So when I directed Mary Poppins, are you familiar with the Mary Poppins Broadway musical? Of course I'm not. <laughs> so I'm going to show you a video of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, okay. the number, and they spell out the word with their bodies mm-hmm. and you spell it out. S-U-P-E-R-C-A-L-I-F-R-A-G-I-L-I-S-T-I-C-E-X-P-I-A-L-I-D-O-C-I-O-U-S. So you spell it out and you spell it out with your body. Well, it starts S U P E R. Yeah, C A L I F. And so the audience is like clapping along, and I'm standing in the back of the theater going, "No, you're gonna mess it up. They have to hear the music. I'm the worst. I'm the one in the theater that's like, no clapping. Yeah, don't clap and don't laugh at a serious moment and don't cry at a funny moment. No fun." Get your joy out of here. Oh, man. So anyway, no, I love that they were clapping along and having fun. So the closing performance was just like crazy insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it was just a blast. And like, it was sad. I, I feel like I was sad on like the second mm-hmm. show. I'm like, it has to end one day. No, mm-hmm. I'm ah. having so much fun. Yeah. Uh, but but no, I. Uh, it's just, it's like the last thing. Sure. Like, you, know, you huddle up before everyone's like, leave it all out there. Yep. I've had so much fun with you. all the like touchy feely stuff. Mm-hmm. Just eat it up. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, Everyone's loving on each other and appreciating each other. It's there's great. A, there's a song called Thank You for the Music. <laughs> uh-huh. and, Mommy, and of course, how many awful jokes did we make? Thank you for the music. Thank you, <laughs> you for the music. So then we're all like backstage, arms together, swaying around the pit mic while we sing it. Oh my Of course I started gosh. that. I'm such a loser. I enjoyed it. <laughs> no, I love it. I think that's amazing. Just like singing with our emotions so over the top like mm-hmm. we always do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you guys... So you struck the set after. Yes. So, so I did not know this was a thing, Morgan. Mm. And another... Strike. Another disadvantage is that I don't have Facebook, which is where they, I guess, posted that this was happening. Oh, no. So I'm leaving, and two of the guys in the show are like, oh, like, you you can't go. Like, we have to strike. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, oh, like, we take down the set. I'm like, good one, guys. See you later. Oh, no. And they're like, no, like, we're not joking. But I, of course, don't believe them because they know that I have never done a show before. So I'm like, you guys keep pulling pranks on me like this. Like, I'm not falling for it. Oh, like, wait, they're like, pulling pranks on you? Well, well, not like really just like. But like yeah, saying things yeah, are like a thing small and things, a thing. Yeah, yeah, small things. So I'm like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I made it sound like it's a better story. Sorry. Uh, uh, I was like, what is there But a story I was just there? like, like, not falling for this one, guys. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've now, I've now done this. Uh, I, I, they're like, we're we're serious. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm at least going to go say hi to my friends before, before I start. And again, I'm like, it's, it's not real. Oh my God. So then I go and talk and then I see Caitlin and I'm like, yeah, so like, hun- well, it's Hunter and Hunter are both their names. I'm like, the Hunters are saying that we have to, um, that we have to take down the set. <laughs> She's like, we, we, we do. <laughs> like, oh, that changes everything. <laughs> Well, so it's like, yeah. cause the show's at 8, we're done at 10.30, so oh. we were there a long time, which, it's fine. Like, now that I think about it, I'm like, of course someone has to put that stuff away. Like, we helped build it. Did I think that there are just, like, theater fairies that come and take it down? Like, I wish. There are a lot of volunteers and, like, great, like people that I assume are either NTPA staff mm-hmm. or volunteers, just people I hadn't recognized from b- being around the mm-hmm. show that were helping, which was really nice of them, because... Mm-hmm. I think I ended up leaving around 1230. Oh, my God. Um, and we helped most of it. But I was like, oh, that, that seems very obvious. And now I feel quite selfish for not thinking of it sooner. Like, obviously, you need to help clean this stuff up. <laughs> On the community theater level, yes, usually. Um, and the professional level. Well, I... people are being paid to do Correct. things. So. Yeah. Correct. But the people you saw last night, yes, were volunteers that we had rounded up to help with that process. Yeah. And and we are a newer rep company. We've only been around for about a year, year and a half. And so we're still trying to solidify what that strike looks like. Because, yeah, like you said, like somebody's got to do it. Um, we just don't have an army of, of paid staff to do that. We have amazing yeah. volunteers. And then we have you guys. So, so, okay. so 1230. Oh, my gosh, that's late. Are you looking forward to getting your life back or sleeping? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice little Sunday afternoon nap. 
sometimes like Kyle, my husband, Kyle and I will like team nap. It's like, oh it's like we're going to have a nap today. Yeah, we are. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh. It's like, we'll do the laundry or whatever. We'll get all the stuff. And it's like, nap time. Ready to go. Team <laughs> nap. Oh my gosh. Team you can nap tell we both played sports our whole life. We're so annoying. No, I love it. I love you too. He, I may have said this the last week, but I'm going to say, I'll tell the story again. Uh, your husband, Kyle, at the show, I ran into him at intermission and he was just like smiling ear to ear, just like glowing. And he, and I was like, are you enjoying the show? He's like, yeah, I think it's good. Is it good? I, I don't know. I've never been to anything like this. I think it's good. Is it good? I was like, yeah, Kyle, it's really good. He was like, good. Cause I like, I think it's really good. And I was like, good. I do too. It so was so funny. sweet. And what endearing. you need to know about Kyle is like the first Broadway play. Well, he may have gone to one of those like a kid with his parents. Like, are we like Lion King? Anyway, mm. the first time like we like we're in New York and we like went to a show, we saw Hamilton. So let's just like mm. start the bar as high as you can put it. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, like, Theater's great. Like, Broadway's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So, sure. So I'm like that, and then like coming to my my performance, I'm like, it's not going to be Hamilton. So let's keep that in mind. <laughs> no, but he was loving it. So I just wanted to take that little sidebar about <laughs> so Kyle. Fun. He's great. Um, so strike was okay. You got home late. Went out with your friends to breakfast yeah. this morning yeah my friends that traveled in so yes and saw them before they headed out so no cast party of any kind uh we had that like opening reception the first night uh-huh uh but that's kind of it we are having a semi-reunion not this coming tuesday like a week and a half from now uh-huh. uh there's this thing called broadway on a tuesday have we talked about this already uh-uh. so it's this like piano bar down kind of like oak cliff area mm-hmm. which is like near downtown dallas mm-hmm. and they do like a Broadway night on Tuesdays. So Broadway on a Tuesday. And they invited our cast to come perform. We each get to perform three <gasps> songs. You have to prepare them. It has, it must be from Broadway, like no like movie musical or anything mm-hmm. like that. It has to be um, Broadway. And then you just perform it. If you've ever been to piano bar, it's a blast. Like yeah. pe- people are singing along. It's like karaoke, mm-hmm. just like, on steroids. So it's so much fun. I've been to Pete's in Addison, Pete's Piano Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah same. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I've I've chosen at least two of my songs. Um, so I still need to think of a third. And I got some recommendations from, from people when we were, like, getting ready for the show and stuff. So I need to do some homework and listen to them. Are you wanting to share any of your options with us? Why, sure, Megan. Megan? Morgan. Who's that? I'm tired. Can I blame <laughs> I that? You can. I'm just kidding. Uh, so what are your song choices? One of, them, uh, one of the songs I auditioned with, Holding Out for a Hero. Uh-huh. I thought that'd be fun. Yep. Because that has to be upbeat, no ballads. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I'm going to do my shot from Hamilton. Of course. All five minutes of it. Of course. Shamelessly. <laughs> no, I'm not going to have anyone help me. I will sing all of the parts. You know it all? <laughs> Yes. Good. I will practice because I'm afraid I'll be nervous when I don't have the lines in front of me. It's scary to rap in front of people. It is. The first thing to go is your breath. Fail big, right? Fail big. Fail big. (laughs) I feel like people enjoy watching you uh, crash and burn as long as you're enthusiastic. (laughs) I think those are excellent song choices. I think you're going to kill it at the piano bar, so... That'll be fun. I want to hear later about that. The Mamma Mia cast reunited. Yeah. So uh, a decent number of us are going. Some people are out of town or mm-hmm. um, have conflicts, but so that, that'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, and then, and yeah, I, I hope that our, our friendships will kind of maintain. A few mm-hmm. of us have talked about other things, other common interests we have to kind of hang out and stay in touch. Um, cause, cause it was just a blast. And that, that's one of the things that I wanted from this to just, just make friends, meet new mm-hmm. people and, uh, get, get to know them and, and their story. So, so lots fun. of, Lots of new friendships, new bonds made. Hopefully, yeah, this is not goodbye forever. And that's one of the things about theater that I love is that it doesn't last forever, is that there's always another show. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be special if it lasted forever. Yeah, yeah. So. And that's what one of the dads, when we were having our touchy feely moments, he was like, like, one a director used to have would always say, like, enjoy the moment because it doesn't last. And like, kind of like you're saying, like, that's what makes mm-hmm. it special. Something along those lines, I butchered it. It was very eloquent when he said it. But but it, but it's true. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny because, you know, I can only compare this to, to basketball. Sure. And a basketball season in high school normally starts around, like, November. You start practicing probably, like, October, mm-hmm. like with like high school and college are rules around how many hours you can practice a week. So it's like the rules extended in October. So we're always practicing like when school would start, mm-hmm. but that's when it's like, okay, no rules. We can practice as long as we want. Mm. So you'd like get more serious Then games in November and it ends like around March. Mm. So like November, December, January, February, March is five months. 
So it's like I experienced the whole basketball season in like six weeks. Yep. Because I got to know these people, started learning about them. Then we had our first game, our first show last week, and then our last show. Mm-hmm. It was like funny for me to watch this like expedited roller coaster of like, mm-hmm. this is so fun. Hello, so glad we're doing this. Oh gosh, we're halfway through. It's almost done. Oh, it's over. <laughs> yep. And and I remember in high school, because, like, college basketball is just a bit different because in high school, typically, you've gone to school with those people for a while. Maybe you know them. Mm-hmm. And um, and also, I don't know, there's something about high school that maybe we were more emotional about it because, like, every year, I remember we'd always, like, cry after the season's over, but you're crying because the seniors are leaving. Like, you won't mm-hmm. ever get to play with them again. And, like, mm-hmm. that was that was so hard. And so it was, like, kind of like that, but for everyone, like, your whole team disbands after mm-hmm. a show because, like, you at least have the core and just a few people leave, and yep. that's sad. But it's, like... like you may never work with any of those people again, and mm-hmm. hopefully you'll still be friends, but there's just no guarantee. Um, and this then... group of people, this exact group of people will never again be together. Yeah. 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 So it's like, very powerful. like you said, it's like a little, like, uh, it, it's bittersweet, but like you said, that's what makes it special. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess like having a single slice of pizza. Why anyone would ever only have one, I'll never know. Mm, but mm, one single slice, you better enjoy it. You better enjoy it. It's all bite. you got. Yeah, and that's why And then I... go murder whoever took the rest of the pizza. <laughs> yeah. That was mean. Don't 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 take our pizza. Don't don't take our pizza. Uh, when I eat pizza, I eat the whole pizza. Oh, me too. Why why go big or go home? Any I say, personal on it, pizza. Any pizza can be a personal pizza if you believe in yourself. <laughs> if you believe you in never yourself. forget that. Um, but it's true. I mean, um, when I told you to turn on your recorder, you know, because yeah. it, it is going to fly by, and I tell my students that all the time. Now imagine um, when I do my two week intensives in the summer. Yeah. We put up an entire show in two weeks. And then perform it. So it's from, we start on a Monday. We rehearse Monday through Friday from nine to five. We have tech week the next week. And then they perform one weekend only. And so they have to say hello to and goodbye to a show in like a 10 day window. It's hard, but it's incredibly intense and gratifying in a lot of ways. That's the thing about theater is that it's hard. It's bittersweet, but it's very, very fulfilling that this group of people were able to come together and pull off this thing, whatever the show is. Yeah. And to celebrate that is special and it makes every show special and no show special. You know, they're all, um, there's, that's one thing I like to say. There's always going to be another show. Yeah, there is. There's always going to be another show. Um, but this one was special, whichever one it is. And this group of people is special. And I might be a little emotional today too, cause I'm about to have to say goodbye to my show. Yeah, yeah. So it's important. I think too, I want to touch on that just for a second. It's important, I think to go through that process mm-hmm. and it's important to say goodbye because post-show, um, blues are a real thing. <laughs> they, we laugh about them and we kind of giggle, but they really are real because when you do something like what you just did and you care so much uh-huh. you're emotionally invested there's yeah. gonna be a crash yeah. there's gonna be a crash and for me you know part of my job and my contract honestly I do a lot of shows I do eight to nine shows a year and so on my personal side on like the self-care side I have to make sure that I build time into my schedule to let myself come down because if I don't I get you know, the anxiety builds up and all yeah. that emotion builds up. And, yeah. um, I would say I'd schedule time to like cry into my Jurassic Park tea, <laughs> oh, but I don't have it. There's no tea <laughs> to cry into. Oh my God. Wherever you are, baby T-Rex. Wherever you are, baby T-Rex, live well. I'm going to get you a new one. <laughs> We're going to find you a new tea. But yeah, yeah but, so. But no, it's such a great point. If to, like, you take time to just reflect and Yeah, enjoy if you the feel process, bluesy yeah. today, that's normal. If you feel. Like you want to just like lay on your couch and nap and watch Tune Netflix. Up. Yes. <laughs> like it's, it's normal and you should do it. You should allow yourself to come down because you just yeah. did something really crazy and, yeah. and amazing. Yeah. So. And it, it was the time of my life. It really was like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I've always wanted to do a musical or something like this. You mm-hmm. know, every time I am listening to music in my kitchen, I'm, I'm performing on stage when you're yep. in the car. My mom used to say, this, this is my favorite thing. It's so funny. She would always say, anyone can be Celine Dion in the confines of their car. Yep. She's right. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, you go there mentally all the time, like pretending you're, you're a rock star, you're on stage or whatever. It was, mm-hmm. it was fun to just 
Like, people are clapping. Like, I get it. Like, no one, no one is like, I can't believe you never had a record deal. Like, that's, like we've talked about before, it's okay to be average. And, like, those people are extraordinary for a reason. And you can still have fun, like, doing your part. So, like, it was fun to, like, be done and you get that final pose and everyone's cheering for you. And we had a confetti cannon and I loved it. (laughs) You did have a confetti cannon. It was a blast. And then I'll, I'll mention an embarrassing thing because one of the things I love to do when I'm like doing something or involved in something that I know like I care a lot about or that I'll like want memories of I love to like pick a theme song Mm -hmm. like a song I listen to on the way there Mm -hmm. or like when I'm getting pumped up or whatever that That way like later on like wherever you go like that song comes on your mix Mm -hmm. on your uh your phone or whatever and like you kind of go back there like uh music can be like a sort of time capsule in that way Mm -hmm. so I like chose my theme song I'm not ashamed to say that it's a Taylor Swift song Long Live, I think it's, oh gosh, I should know the album title. I think it might be Speak Now. Anyway, it's like pre-pop star Taylor Swift. Yeah. So taking it back. But like some of the lyrics are fun because she mentions like, the whole thing is like long live like this moment. And like, she talks about like them like doing really well or something or whatever, this group Mm -hmm. of people. And um, there's like parts of it where she mentions confetti. I'm like, we had confetti. Yeah. It's like, like dancing. Like we danced. Yeah. And so (laughs) So it fits. Yeah. It became like my my theme song. So I'd like listen to it on the way to show, listen to it on the way home. I love it. It's just, I don't know. It's just a thing I like to do. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. (laughs) I make playlists for things all the time. I'm so cool. (laughs) No, that's fantastic. I love it. And I think that you're going to always have that song. Now, every time you'll have that emotional it's like, recall. Yeah, it's tied to those emotions mm-hmm. and, like, you feel that. Because I can go back to, like, things we've had where, like, there's a popular song. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just on the radio, so we'd all listen to it before a game or, like, whatever. It's just, those mm-hmm. are just fun memories for me. Yeah, I want to, and I want to touch some on something you just said a second ago, too, about, like, not everyone's Celine Dion but you can still have fun and quote, you know, be quote normal, right? Which yeah. like, what is normal anyway? Yeah, yeah. But I just, I wanted to say that that's part of to what this podcast is about is yes. like being a professional is, is great. And there are so many out there that I love, respect, admire. Um, but I don't necessarily, I think I said this before, believe in talent anybody can get up there and, and work hard and put in enough repetition and, and have reach, success and reach your potential. Right. And so that leads into, uh, a quote I read in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. um, that really stuck with me because, or it resonated with me because I feel like that it has also led to the choices I make, how I've been successful at certain things, but it's this woman. She's one of the first fighter pilots in the air force. I forgot, oh, wow. I forgot to write down her name. Therefore I have forgotten her name. It's okay. Um, but she mentions that her greatest successes in life have come from her willingness to be different. Mm-hmm. And I really hung on to that willingness to be different because I can look at, you know, professionally like I've switched industries mm-hmm. uh, in my recent, uh, in the last two years. And that's hard to do. You go from working four years somewhere where you're like, I know this industry, I know it well to a brand new one, mm-hmm. but like you can feel insecure about that. Or you can bring your skill set to the table of, I have a fresh perspective because I can apply this, this, and that mm-hmm. there. It's like leaning into your uniqueness mm-hmm. and understanding that that makes you bring unique things to the table. Yeah. And I thought about it with uh, the show because like we said, I, I hadn't done this before. Right. And improv is different. <laughs> There's no responsibility in improv. You make it up right then. You don't have to mm. learn anything. You don't have to memorize things. And, like, that was something that was scary for me. But uh, leaning into that and allowing yourself to be taught. Yeah. And I got, like, my favorite compliment um, from our music director, uh, Nay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nay. Hi, Nay. I hope you're listening. I hope you made it this far. Um but she, she mentioned that she had seen such an improvement in me and she accredited to my willingness to be molded. She was mm. like, don't lose that. Like, keep going out for things and allow yourself to be taught because you, you just came so far from where yep. you started to where you are now. And I, and I loved that because, you know, I could have come in and said, I don't know how to do this. Uh, so I quit. Or I could have said, I have a limited idea of how to do this. I'm just going to like stick, stick to it or like only take one person's advice. But mm-hmm. you have to listen to what everyone's telling you mm-hmm. and just always be willing to try to do it their way because, you know, they're hired to do their job. Like, sing it her way, dance their way, act this way because they're hired to, like, do that and also bring to the table what makes you unique. Right. It makes me unique that I do improv and that I, 
like there are lines that maybe weren't supposed to be funny. I but just comedy is a bit more natural for me mm-hmm. that I leaned into that yeah. instead of just like, oh, well, it's just a filler line. It doesn't matter. It doesn't advance the plot. But no, it does matter. But take your job seriously and try mm-hmm. really hard with it and 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 see what happens. Yeah. And the athlete side of you, too, that discipline. But see, here's the thing I wanted to comment on that note is that, yes, being teachable and coachable is more than half the battle. Yeah. It's your willingness also to, like I said before, work and repeat. But Lindsay, I think you take for granted that you, that, that is special about you. Not everyone is like that. And so the people that are, like I said, successful in theater are the ones like you that are willing to be taught and coached and molded. And I can't tell you as a director um, how far those students go. Yeah. Those students above and beyond surpass those who think they have it all figured out and yeah. don't need help. Yeah. Cause you know, the people I admire the most, like professionally mentors I have or whatever, mm-hmm. like no, none of them think they know it all. Right. Like, I'm constantly blown away by how they look to other people for advice. Mm-hmm. Like even like, like at work, someone on my level near the bottom, when someone's like, well, what do you think about this? They're just right. interested in your perspective because you're a unique individual mm-hmm. and they value that versus, well, I've made it this far and I've done all of these things. I have mm-hmm. these accolades and accomplishments. And so I'm, I'm, what I think is right. It's like mm-hmm. this constant willingness to open up to the idea that you may not have the only way to do something. Yeah. To know that you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. To know that I, I, I may be wrong and that there's other answers to this. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I do want to ask, because this is supposed to be technically our wrap up of this season. Hold on. If you're about to change gears and close, I like 10 minutes before we opened on closing night, I got my dancing queens together and we recorded a bit because I told them at the podcast, I was like, you know, one of the things we want to do is inspire people like us, mm-hmm. who, us, not including you, <laughs> me and, and some of them yeah. who have never done this before to maybe, to maybe open themselves to the idea that, that they can right. do this. Yeah. And so... Coming to you from backstage at Mamma Mia, I've got the dancing queens live and in person. We've got Nas, we've got Sarah, we've got Debbie, we've got Caitlin. We would like to talk a bit about what the experience has been like. Anyone like to say anything? Don't be shy. (laughs) It has been crazy. We're not cussing because there are kids that listen. It has been. I'm so sorry. Let me revise. It has been crazy. (laughs) It was a great experience for me, and um, even though I cracked my foot (laughs) on the second night, I was able to put a boot on it, a walking boot, and still be a part of the show because our amazing director, Ryan, and Danny, and Nay, and all our wonderful people in this show was able to handle this foot injury. It was way more than I ever expected. Like, I knew I was going to have to bring it up a ton from just being a mom and housewife. Just being a mom. Just keeping humans alive. Yeah. That's, that's all I do. teacher. You know, and just singing in the little choir at church, like... Singing and dancing, I say, has like been hard. the hardest thing over bicycling and marathons <laughs> and triathlons, like climbing Mount Everest. Like this is harder. Yes. It's harder. Because well, I've sung and danced before, but I was expecting like I came into this and I was like, oh fun, a jukebox musical, everyone loves ABBA, and then they were like, our choreographer does hip hop, and I was yeah. like, oh man, I don't. Like, I realized during the first show, about halfway through, that after Tech Week, I was so exhausted that, like, I had to consciously think about what my arms needed to do, because they weren't (laughs) doing it on their own. So I had, like, this other layer of, like, I gotta remember my notes, I gotta remember my dances, I gotta specifically tell my arms to do things. What I want to ask is, what would you say to someone who is thinking about doing a musical, but maybe they're scared, or they're not sure if they can do it? Did you guys feel the way? Don't listen to us! Don't listen to us! You only live once. You need to enjoy life. This is an enjoyable experience. There's so much learning involved, but there's so much connection with the cast and yeah. you feel like a family after yeah, this and yeah. you make friends hopefully for a lifetime except I don't know about oh, not after yeah, this. Yeah. Bucket, <laughs> bucket list challenge accepted yes. that I was in a freaking awesome musical not just any musical at Mamma Mia yeah. and there is some preparation for sure going confident make the directors laugh when you are auditioning and just going with a ton of confidence because I think that really pays off because you're going to need a lot of energy 
for the show that you're going to be in. Yeah. yeah, and from like a technical standpoint, make sure that you're looking at like the rehearsal schedule that's posted <laughs> to make sure that it will work with your life. Like Nas said, because like, yeah, I'm a full-time teacher and getting here, driving an hour after work and then getting out and getting like six hours of sleep last night was not something that realistically I should have done. Not last night, every night. But do you regret but, it? Would you do it again? No, I... I am glad that I did this show. I would choose a shorter rehearsal. You would plan better in the future. Yes, I would plan better in the future, but I'm glad that I did this show because it's a really fun show. Um, for people who think that they're too old to try out for a play, totally go for it. I'm you are. 39 years old. I was never in a I was never in a play in high school or college, and I totally took a chance and tried out something new that I've never... Amen, that's my theme song. Tell us what you thought about the show. I thought it was awesome, and I'm so glad that I got to meet y'all, and um, thank you for just taking me in. And if it was like a week you know, later, because I'm not going to lie. Thank you for joining I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to struggle. Struggle. She walks in on the first day, 18, August 5th, don't forget. But um, I just winked. I hope you, you know, I just, okay, anyways. We saw um, it. They saw it, too. Okay. okay. And, uh, yeah, guys, y'all are awesome. No, so. I remember the first day you came, I'm like, oh, she's going to make us better. Oh, <laughs> Let's go. Gosh. She didn't need that other week. Day. That week was for us. Uh, Victoria, what would you say to someone who wants to audition for a musical but is maybe scared or they've never done it before? I say that they just need to go for it because in the in route, it's going to, like, open up. You know, like, it's going to open up their shell and, like, find who their true character is. You know what I mean? That's so. deep, man. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. I'm proud of all of you. I've had so much We're fun so getting to know you. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I loved that, Lindsay. Good job. Way to get out there in the field and do some reporting. That's right. Uh, laughing, listening back to it, because we're just talking over each other and laughing the oh, whole time. But see, that was one of the things I wanted to comment on that I loved so much, is that that's what bleeds through more than the words they were saying was the energy that all of you had. And you could tell that you were close. You could tell that you had done this big thing together, that you would worked hard together, that you'd been through something together, had been through adversity together and overcome it together. And that is huge. Yeah. And I just loved listening to all their different perspectives. We could probably do honestly a whole episode with them, like interviewing them. <laughs> um, I want to really quick ask you, cause there's so much that they said that is true and advice that people should heed. And if they feel that calling, they should go do it. I want to ask you the top three things that you think you learned in oh, this process. Gosh, the top three things as and the a time person. is ticking on the podcast. I know, but not necessarily as an actor. I want it to be about things that you learned as a person. So, so the first thing I'll say, and it's something I'm really proud of myself for, is that I just decided to do this on my own. Mm -hmm. and, I'll, and I'll explain what I mean by that. I have this awful, awful bad habit of not being confident in something, mm -hmm. not believing I can do it until someone else does. Mm -hmm. Like, even improv. And like, I was so young when I started playing basketball that I like, generally don't remember the its, it's like conception. Um, but like with improv, it was something that like... I saw it and I was like, I should do it. Oh, I want to. And I was kind of like, uh, like, I don't know. Immediately. I was like, I'll think about it. And it wasn't until I had a random friend who was like, Hey, you know, have you ever thought about doing improv? Mm. And I'm like, Oh, like, uh, yeah, like, yeah, kind of. They're like, you know, and when I watched a friend do it and I just, you popped in my mind, like, I, just, I think you'd be good at this. And it was like, now I have this stamp of someone's approval. I now like feel confident that I can go and try to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I hate that about me. Cause I mm -hmm. want, it's like, I want to bring that from within. Like, I don't need right. someone else to believe in me. I can believe in me. Right. And it is enough to be passionate. It is enough to want to do it. Right. Like that is a seed of something that can become mm -hmm. uh, like success. Correct. And so like for the first time I was like, I want to do that. I'm not sure if I can do it well. But I know that I can try and I just I just want to like mm -hmm. people mentioned like, or we talked about it in one of the earlier episodes of like, oh, why are you doing this? I'm like, because because I want to mm -hmm. like I don't have a better reason. I just mm -hmm. I just want to. And like mm -hmm. letting that be enough. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, just like building on self-confidence as far as mm -hmm. like not leaning on not needing someone else to be like, hey, I think you could do this. I think you could do this. Like if I take it to professionally, I think you can do this job. It's enough that I want to do the job and right. that I believe I can do the job. Yes. Like let that be enough. Yes. So that that's something I was like really proud to have accomplished. Yes. Um so that's number 1. I love that. Number 2. What is another thing? I I'm thinking about like the time it took because I think 
we laugh about this, like when it was tech week, like I'm like, you intentionally didn't tell me how long tech week was uh-huh. <laughs> to not scare me away. And like thinking about the podcast, I, I think oh, I don't want that to scare someone away. Cause I think mm. if I had known, I'd be like, you know, like I work full time, I'm involved in other things. I like, I volunteer places. I've, I'm in, yes. into improv. I have a husband. I have friends that I like to spend regular time with. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know how I can fit that into my life and like still be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, it didn't feel like as much time as it sounds. Even that 10 hour day, it was fun. Cause I'm hanging out with those ladies yep. that we just heard like goofing off and like working hard and focusing, but still like finding the fun within it. Yep. And like, I never, I really don't remember leaving rehearsal and thinking, Oh gosh, like, Oh, that was so long. Maybe I was tired from work. Maybe I was hungry, mm-hmm. but like I was still looking forward to going and it, it yeah. was, it was life giving. And so like, I, I don't want that to scare someone away as far mm-hmm. as, Oh gosh, it's a time commitment because it may not be depending on the musical or it may be less than that, but I, I don't regret it. And I, and I, I always say like, I don't think you ever regret working hard mm-hmm. at something you care about. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I had a few people ask me during this, Oh, like, do you wish you would have done this in high school? I'm like, Yes and no. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fun. I'm sure I've enjoyed it. But, like, Lindsay in high school loved basketball yeah. so much. You mm-hmm. couldn't pay me to leave the gym. Mm-hmm. I would spend, like, five to eight hours mm-hmm. a day in the gym. It's absurd to think about yeah. now. But I just, I loved it so mm-hmm. much. And I, I don't regret giving absolutely everything I had to a childhood dream. Right. And, like, having no regrets about it. Because now when I have, like, my college teammates that are doing really well in the WNBA, I, I don't regret. I don't sit around thinking, what if? I know I gave everything I yep. had. I reached my full potential as an athlete, and I'm proud of what I did. Yep. And, like, that was their limit. Yep. <laughs> it was much higher than mine, yep. and that's okay. Yep. Like, because I found joy in the process and in, in doing reaching the height that I did reach. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, f- I feel that way about, like, each phase of life. I, like, don't want to put blinders on. Mm-hmm. And because I, with basketball, I definitely have blinders. I didn't think about theater. I didn't think about anything else. Mm-hmm. But, like, now I'm, like, I could have done improv and thought, like, this is my thing. I don't Mm -hmm. want to try new things. Mm -hmm. This is my thing. Because I do love it. Mm -hmm. But, like, I opened the blinder up a little bit and there was musical theater. Mm -hmm. I want to try that. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, I, you know my personality. I'm the kind of person. I'm, like, I like this thing. I want to do it 100%. I want to focus on nothing else. And I want to crush it. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like. I, like, it's something to be like, I want to dive right back into another show. I just, I never mm-hmm. want to stop. But, like, it is, like, something I think I need a break from to yeah. just, you know, balance out and see where this fits in my life. It's not really sustainable. Yeah, yeah. It's and, not. And, again, like I said, each time I find something I love and I'm tempted to dive all in, I have to remember there's so much more world out there. True. I, I want to keep exploring it. True. Um, so. On that, I do want to ask before we move on to the, the final thing you learned do you think you'll do another show again? Definitely. <gasps> yeah. Definitely. I, I think at this point it's a matter of what, when, and how. Yeah. I, I just, I, Timing. Yeah. I, I had the time of my life. Like, I'll say that Yay. so many times. It, it was everything I wanted to be and more. Uh, the people were great. And, and there, there are highs and lows. Like, mm-hmm. the, and ah, the, I guess this can be my third thing. But, like, I, I never expect things to, to be easy as far right. as, like, you have to put work into them. And I think maybe, um, like at the beginning, I don't know, when you watch a show, it's not that it looks easy. It's just, I being ignorant, I didn't know all the work that goes into it. I never would have thought we'd spend so much time on music because like not being someone with a lot of musical background, I couldn't hear the harmonies to where now I'm like, so obvious. Like there's so many layers. You just knew it sounded good. I knew the melody. Yeah. It sounded good. I'm like, I don't know, like maybe because the guys are singing the naturally lower voice. I don't know. (laughs) You didn't know that there's a line, a music line you're having to sing and a part you're having to keep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, Cause you know, when you karaoke, you just, you just go for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Everyone's singing melody. So Mm -hmm. like that, that was something I learned about like we we've talked about before how how you work hard in mm-hmm. musical theater mm-hmm. how it all comes together mm-hmm. and and that was really fun to see and that uh, fun fact about me like did you guys in high school have like your senior photo where you like got to put a quote yeah yep. so this is inside to just how much of a loser i am my quote was there are no shortcuts to anywhere worth going <laughs> I think that's true, though. You laugh I, at yourself, but it's true. Yeah, I remember this because just, gosh, just recently, like, over the holidays, I think we were looking at my old yearbook or something, and I saw that, and I was dying laughing. I was like, I forgot I did that. But, like, I do love that quote. I still love but that quote. But it's great. Because it's true. Like, we it's concise, want, too. Yeah, like, we want this, like, big 
idea of like a big show, the big fun, and like we ignore all the work it takes mm-hmm. to get there, mm-hmm. and the shortcuts make the show not as great. Mm-hmm. It's all the details, it's the hard work that go into it that make it so fun. Oh, I tell my students all the time, mediocre theater is real easy. Yeah. It's real easy. And if it, it is. Another another mom quote. <laughs> Hashtag mom quotes. Uh, my mom would always tell me if it was easy, everyone would do it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's not the only person who says that. Um, mm-hmm. My mom should be a philosopher. <laughs> yes. I love but, that. But but it's true. Like if it if it was only a couple days a week, more people would be doing it. Right. If it was if it wasn't hip hop dancing, if it was just standing around and snapping fingers, everyone would do it. Mm-hmm. If it was just singing the melody and not having to learn a musical part and figure out how to maintain your part while everyone else is singing around you, everyone would do it. Mm-hmm. It's like the hard part is what makes it rewarding. Rewarding. And what makes you proud that you did it? Yep. And what makes it impressive? And like yep. that's what makes the show fun to watch because. Mm-hmm. You know, the audience doesn't know these details. Nope. It's It's a sequence of small details done right that make the big show what it is. Correct. I love that. Great things are done by a series of small things done together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite quotes. Um, yeah. I think those are all incredible lessons. I think you're right. I honestly think what's interesting right now is that I'm thinking to myself that this is supposed to be the wrap up episode for season one, but that you and I could easily riff on this for longer. I mean, we really could. So much. We could riff on this for at least another hour. Mm -hmm. Um, No one wants that. We promise we won't do that to you. (laughs) Well, but I was going to say, who knows? I mean, because there are some things. At least not right this second. (laughs) No, but there are some things that definitely could be discussed deeper. So that kind of leads into where we're headed for season two. We're not really sure yet. I'll tell you, Lindsay. That's part of the fun. (laughs) Yes. Some of the ideas people have had have to do with you um, until you're in another show again, which will hopefully be soon, maybe this summer or fall. I'm not going to lie. Again, shout out to your Roman Juliet class that I went home and was like, Shakespeare for adults in Dallas. Uh And I found one that was in like Cleburne, which if you guys don't want to look at a map, it's far away from where I live. And I was like, I can't do that. (laughs) But there's there's so much we could do with um, some people had the idea that you could come into some of my rehearsals and talk to some of the actors and be part of our process, putting something up. Um, (laughs) Am I going to be the new mascot? Your dog bandit is kicked out. (laughs) Lindsay's the new mascot. (laughs) Who knows? You do have fans. So. Um, so that could possibly be part of it. That's fun. Um, oh, I'd love to learn from, yeah, from kids. Yeah. Um, interviewing some of them, potentially interviewing, like I said, some of the castmates from Mamma Mia, because there's so much more they could talk about and have to yeah. offer as people who are, quote, normal people who've jumped into this theater thing. Yeah. And, and again, like this... This illusion that you're the only one who doesn't have all the answers. Because mm-hmm. you remember maybe the first or second episode where I'm like, they all sing perfectly. Right. They all know what they're right. doing. I'm so lost. I'm so far behind. Everyone's got this figured out. They felt the same they way. They all they didn't felt know the us. same way. Like, yep. we were also focused on ourselves. Or maybe they weren't as much as I was. But, like, this perception that everyone's better than you. That you're never good enough. You're never mm-hmm. pretty enough. You're never smart enough. You're never anything enough. Yep. And and you are. It is okay to like show up as you are and with that willingness to learn, that willingness to be different. And like that's that's what makes it fun. It's it's a new process we're all learning together. Yeah. So it was so fun when we all realized that we're all in the same boat as far as not having done this to bond together and help each other along. Yeah. And you know, people were so receptive when they heard it was my first show. Like, whereas I maybe expected to be like banish how'd you get in here? Quick, ring the alarm. Ask, get her out of the building. Banished. She's banished. <laughs> banished yes. Uh, but no, it was like, oh gosh, that's so great. And then like being helpful, like, hey, did you know, like, Caitlin was so great. Like, hey, so this is how this works. Like, this is your mm-hmm. part. Like, you know, they can't read music. Just like people are so willing to help you because they, they want the show to succeed also. They do. So I think uh, that's something that also surprised me, maybe how, how much everyone wanted to help me learn. And I, I'm really grateful for that. It made it a lot of fun and helped me uh, get through it all and, and be better. I love that. I know it sounds cheesy, but we do learn life skills through stage skills, like yeah. human, really human things come out when we do shows together. This yeah. whole, like having to lean on each other thing, yeah. having to work through adversity thing, yeah. um, and coming through it stronger. Theater is a huge 
in in a lot of ways metaphor for a lot of those life things. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. I love that. I'm so I know I've said it so many times. I'm so proud of you. Thank and your you, journey Laura. is definitely not over. I'm sorry I interrupted um, you while you're giving more examples of what season two could be. I'm like, no, stop, okay. stop. Let's talk about me some more. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, there there were lots of ideas. Most of them had to do with something about that. You continuing your journey in theater, whether it be as an observer, going to see shows. Maybe you and I going oh. to see some professional shows together oh, and talking so about fun. it. Yeah. So there's more to come. We're definitely not going this away. This whole podcast, my actor's secret for this podcast, that it's just a play to make Morgan be my friend more. No, it's, <laughs> you don't have to do a podcast with me to, for me to be your friend. Um, I love you no matter what. So yeah, we're definitely not going away. We're 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 coming back at you. Just exactly what that looks like. We're gonna probably do some thinking about talking about. Please, please follow us on Instagram. Thanks for all the love so far. If you really are liking the show, you can help us out by giving us a rating and review on iTunes. We really, really need y'all's help on that. It helps to get the word out and to get us more um, noticed on those kind of platforms to get our 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 name out there and, and our mission of trying to yeah. save the world through theater. Yes. And my final shout out today goes to, I'm going to call you out specifically, Jonda and Megan, <gasps> yes. two friends who have mentioned specifically that they are interested in doing a show, but they're just not sure if they can do it. One, one friend was like, I just don't think I could dance and sing in front of people. I'm like, yes, you can. If yes, you want you can. to, you can. Like, you There is a part for you. There is a role. And then, uh, and then the other one who's like, was actually going to audition for me with this show, but, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, schedules and stuff, whatever. She's like, I'm not sure. She's like, maybe I'll listen to more of your podcast and see if I think I can get, see if I think I can do it. I'm like, okay. If yes, you've you made can. it this far, John Dunn, Megan, I expect to see you on stage. If not on season two of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm just going to continually harass you until, uh -huh. like I said, I don't harass my friends who are uninterested. It's the ones who are interested, mm -hmm. but there's something holding them back. That's right. I am here to remove those impediments. That's right. Well, I love you, girl. This has been a lot of fun. It has been a blast. And um, we're going to be back soon. Like I said, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Please keep talking about our podcast. Um, go see theater. Go be in theater. Go out and audition. Go see a show. And no matter what, don't be afraid to go out there and fail big. Fail big.